Digital media and tech in Dubai is back for season two. And for our kickoff episode, we are thrilled to present one of the MENA region's most experienced digital executives, Youssef Tukan, widely respected as one of the most outspoken and visible evangelists for digital and social innovation in Dubai business. Launched in March of 2016, Dubai's top tech podcast focuses on bringing listeners informative conversations with local experts, exploring the latest trends in the digital media and tech scene in the burgeoning international capital that is Dubai. I'm your host, Spencer Stryker, digital media professor at the American University in Dubai. All episodes are recorded on location at AUD right here in the heart of Dubai's media city. In our exclusive conversation with Youssef, we trace the fascinating biography of his 20-year career, during which he has helped forge the face of modern digital Dubai. Beginning in 1996, when he had to drop out of UMass Amherst to help his family, Youssef broke into web design, a technology in its infancy at the time, shortly thereafter designing the original Emirates.com website, which is pretty cool. And for much of the next 20 years, he has repeated this pattern of being at the ground floor of so many nascent digital Dubai initiatives. At the turn of the century, he became the first digital employee for Ogilvy One and was there at the creative conception of Madinat Jumeirah. After a stint as account director at North 55, in 2005, Youssef began a 10-year path to the top of Flip Media, one of the leading digital marketing startups in the region at the time. Joining as employee number 20 or so, he would rise to become the CEO and oversee the company's expansion to around 180 employees, navigating the financial crisis of 2008 and eventually overseeing the successful acquisition of the company by Leo Burnett. After working as Chief Innovation Officer, yes, another cool title, for the new parent company, Leo Burnett Mina, Youssef took a strategic two-month vacation. Upon his return, he became entrepreneur and residence at Wamda Capital, a VC firm focused on growing regional tech startups. It was in that role that he got tapped to take over as VP of Marketing and Analytics for one of Wamda's key investments, the red-hot startup Kareem, often considered the most successful Mina startup to date, never one to sit still. He has since taken over as Group Vice President for Brand Marketing and Loyalty for the Jumeirah Group. Finally, Youssef lays out his interpretation of the Dubai vision, which he summarizes as the goal to become the best city in the world. Just to begin, mm. why don't we talk about your journey in terms of how you got to become the VP of Marketing at Kareem? I mean, going all the way back, you've been in Dubai for 20 years, right? So can we just go back to the beginning and talk about how you came to Dubai? Sure. Um, I've spent my whole, most, my whole adult career mm -hmm. um, here in Dubai working in the marketing space. Uh, at the time, I was, when I was 20, I was in college in 1996 at the University of Massachusetts, and I was nearing the end of my junior year. And I just felt like I wasn't, you know, I was a year away from graduation. I didn't even feel like I was ready, ready for the world. And interestingly, my father then called me and said, look, the family's fallen a little bit of hard times. We can't really afford this expensive American private college education. Mm -hmm. Would you mind coming home for a while? And my, my parents were here in Dubai at the time. 
And I said, yeah, why not? Like, I kind of was thinking about taking some time off anyway. So I left college for what I thought would be six months and okay. even left my winter coats in, you know, hanging with my friends in college. And I came home and, you know, I started helping out with the family with what they needed. And I'm still here 20 years later. So um, to, just to let you know, my father lives in Northampton, Massachusetts. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I actually, so I'm very familiar with Amherst. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's a terrific school. Yes. So you were at UMass Amherst, you were studying communications, mm -hmm. and then you did not get to finish the degree because of that? No, I didn't. I came back here, and the first job I got was working at Citibank okay. um, in customer service. And you know, for anybody who's known me very long, you realize I'm not really bank material, as they would say. <laughs> and um, so I spent about six months there. And after about six months, it really didn't work out for me, and they fired me. Um, and then I found myself sitting at home with, with very little to do. but. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the benefits of, of my sort of American school education that I had growing up was that they put a big emphasis on creativity, on multimedia, on creative writing. Right. So I'd done yearbook, I'd done newspapers, I was a school DJ. And so I had a very natural passion for technology. My father was a lifelong IBM employee when I was a kid growing up. IBM where though? Uh, in Kuwait and in Jordan. Okay. So, you know, this was 1996, and the internet was just really, you know, the browser had just come into play, right. and things were just starting to take shape. And right. I was sitting at home, unemployed, with nothing to do. And my father said, listen, like, you've got nothing to do now. You've got to find a way to contribute to the family. Why don't you learn how to make web pages? Okay. And I, well, web pages, what's that? <laughs> and, you know, using very rudimentary tools like Netscape Composer, I built my first small website. And working with my dad, we built a website for a Canadian immigration lawyer. And we did a barter deal with him where he did the legal paperwork for my family to apply for immigration to Canada, mm. and we made the guy a website. Mm. And the amazing thing was we finished the website, and literally one and a half days later, he'd received an inquiry on his website that turned into a sale. Uh. And it really gave me a bit of a taste of the blood, you know, yeah. in terms of, wow, like this stuff actually works. And so from 96 until 99, by day I was doing a lot of just freelance stuff related to technology. So I was installing stereos in rich people's houses. I was doing network support and going to offices and you know, deleting viruses and you know, fixing printers. And I was making websites at the same time. And my first proper job in that space was in 1999. I went to work for an agency called APS, quite an old agency. It was very iconic at the time. And I started working for them as their website marketing executive. And it was amazing because this is 1999. You were it was, very young to be an executive. I was very young. I was 24. Right. And it was one of those funny things, but it was really the start of websites and all of that. And right. so, you know, I'm just so lucky in that, you know, being in Dubai, you get to be at the beginning of everything. So, I mean, I did the website for Emirates.com, for example. No kidding. You I did Emirates. Well, there was a, one previously, but it didn't really count. So this is the first proper Emirates website. I wonder if we can pull those up on, like, the Wayback Machine. You might do, yeah. You know, I did Emirates.com, I did Donata.com, I did the Emirates Group. <laughs> uh, it was amazing. You know, it was really quite, quite incredible. I mean, that's one of the, always been one of my favorite things about my job is the fact that I've worked on so many iconic brands mm. and projects when they didn't even exist. And mm. so from 99 to 2000, I worked at, at APS. It was a good agency, but small agency. And, right. I, you know, when I reached my elastic limit in terms of what I could achieve at a small agency, I then ran into a childhood friend who was working at Ogilvy One. And they had won the Skywards business to launch Emirates Loyalty Program. And they were ramping up quite quickly. And they knew that there was a gap in their skill set for digital. And so they said, would you like to come over? Of course, working for such an iconic agency was amazing. So from 2000 to 2004, I worked at Ogilvy. And you know, David Ogilvy, when he founded his agency, he said he wanted, to be, he wanted it to be the teaching hospital mm -hmm. of advertising. And it really was. I mean, the, the education I got, you know, the, the mm -hmm. mentorship I got, I mean, to this day, 
my managing director there, still a dear friend, and still I still consider a mentor. Mm -hmm. And it was a huge opportunity for me to really learn, you know, the kind of the craft of advertising, how it works, how you do things, how you manage people as well. And it says, and, and so you were the first digital employee. Of yes. Ogilvy? Yes. Okay. I was. Yeah. This that happens a lot to me. Okay. But this is the Ogilvy office in Dubai. It was Ogilvy One, which right. was their loyalty and one-to-one -one communications okay. specialist arm, uh, which kind of had the digital remit within it as well. Mm -hmm. And again, it was great. I worked on Jumeirah, for example. I did all these websites for all these really iconic hotel brands, you know, Emirates Academy of Hospitality Management. And I remember, for example, getting called once to Burj Al Arab in 2001. I said, come to Burj Al Arab, we have a meeting. I said, okay, I went to Burj Al Arab, went upstairs into a boardroom that was overlooking the site of what is now Medina Jumeirah. Mm -hmm. And they just knocked down the Chicago Beach Village, mm -hmm. the, the residential development that was there. And had a scale model on the table of Medina Jumeirah. And they pointed at it and they said, Yusuf, we're going to build that there. I kind of pointed <laughs> down at the rubble and said, and it's going to be ready in two years. And so we need to get ready for this event. We need, you know, flyers, brochures, a website, a logo, etc. Mm. And, you know, sure enough, two years later, I'm there. I'm having dinner, looking back up at Burj Al Arab, where it all began. Mm. So it's always amazing the fact that, you know, I've always, I always get in on the ground floor when it comes to these things. So I did about four years at Ogilvy, learned a lot. But, um, but realized I needed a change. Um, working for a very big corporate agency has its limitations, and mm -hmm. I felt that I'd gone as far as I could there. And so, what did, Where did you kind of max out in terms of your... I was an account director. Okay. And I realized I could stay on and kind of have bigger roles, but the more senior roles were a lot more stressful, a lot more demanding, and, right. and I was just...